0: Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude, I am your host, and tonight we get into the previews for this week's Games the week ten matchups. Um, uh, before we get started, we want to make sure to ask you to please hit that subscribe button. Whether you are watching on YouTube, listening on Castbox, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all the you know multiple different um, podcast listening platforms that you could possibly be hearing us on, we would greatly appreciate if you'd hit that subscribe button. We would also love it if you could leave us a rating or review. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, without those, we you know we are you know in in essence kind of lost. We don't know what you guys want, what you guys don't want. If you don't tell us, so please let us know what you think of the show. Uh, also, if you could uh, as well share out these episodes, we would greatly appreciate that uh, with uh, your friends and family and those who you think could benefit from. Uh, the fantasy knowledge that we impart to you guys. Um, uh, this week is um, is trade deadline week for mainly, I believe, for those of you in, um, I want to say, in Sleeper, as well as in Yahoo. I believe Yahoo, the the fantasy or the um the the trade deadline is the end of Saturday. I believe it's midnight uh, Pacific time, and then as far as uh, sleeper goes, if your commissioner set it for uh, week ten, your trade deadline is the end of the last, or is the end of the Monday night game. So it goes all the way through the end of the week. So once that Monday night game is over, there's no more trades. So we uh, the articles that we have posted to, Skull fan, to SkullKingFootball.com to skulkingfootball.com. So far this week, and actually most of what we are posting this week, is all about trade deadlines and who to offer, um, who we think um, you should pros- possibly try to trade away, see if uh, you can get some takers. Also, trade targets that you should look at, um, at acquiring. Um, that's a that's a couple things uh, that we are putting up. We've got two of them already up. Uh, wo- running backs that you should trade away. And another one is wide receivers that you should target. Um, and so those are, those are a couple of the articles that we have. So again, a lot of what's going to be uh, on the website this week um, is going to be dealing with um, it, it, trade deadlines. Um, I believe ESPN may be week 11 in terms of their trade deadlines. So these, these will carry over into next week. So make sure to check those out. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, if you have uh, your, a trade deadline coming up for your fantasy leagues, one more thing I wanted to mention is uh, we have uh, um, we've partnered with a couple of uh, great websites that uh, uh, help with uh, your fantasy football um, endeavors. Uh, the one that we've been talking about the most on the show lately is um, is ProLytics, uh, the DFS format. What they do is is uh, they have their own um, AI learning machine that they've that they have written the program that they've written to help uh do their projections and everything for DFS um phenomenal site that we are happy to partner with um really have enjoyed um their info and uh, and their partnership um uh, the other one that we wanted to mention that we haven't talked about in a little bit um me personally though we have a an ad plan for them in every single one of our our podcasts is uh, finish first fantasy um, Sean Wittrell, who is one of our running back writers, um, has put together a website where what they do is they um, basically it's like a fantasy football counselor that you uh, set up meetings weekly meetings with um, to uh, to kind of go over who you should pick up, who you should drop, what your game plan should be for the week. Um, I believe they're they're still taking on clients this uh, uh, for, through the end of the season. Um, they do it for Redraft for Dynasty and for DFS So um, Sean is a, is a great football mind um, That he has been He has been a phenomenal uh, writer And analyst for Skulking Football um, And we love the fact that we are partnering with him And, and his personal website uh, To get that going So please go to FinishFirstFantasy.com That's FinishFirstFantasy.com Check out what Sean is doing over there uh, Make sure to uh, to set up a, a consultation um, of some kind with him, I believe. Uh, to do that, it's info at finishfirstfantasy.com. Uh, make sure to email them. Uh, see if they're see if they're a fit. Um, we absolutely love what they do, so check them out. Again, that's finishfirstfantasy.com, and make sure to let them know that the guys from Skull King sent you over there. All right, that uh, that kind of does it for the announcements. Why don't we go ahead and get right into today's headlines? <laughs> today's headlines all right to start it off uh for the headlines number one story mahomes the mahomie is back um if you've seen those stupid uh state farm commercials with patrick mahomes and and aaron Rodgers, the mahomie patrick mahomes was a full participant in practice um today being wednesday he looks to be on track to play week 10 uh for those of you who drafted Patrick Mahomes and have been dealing with the fact that he has been out, um, this is obviously great news for you. Uh, the other uh, fantasy players, I think that this is a a major boom for, yeah, for Tyreek Hill, but for most, most importantly for, um, for Travis Kelsey, uh, he has struggled a bit this season. Um, has not had the has not had the best season. Um, I guess you could say. Uh, in terms of fantasy production. Um, And so I think this will really help him out uh, to really get going again this season. Uh, As of right now, Travis Kelsey is... Well, I mean, yeah, you could – I guess you could call it a down year, but he's still tight end number two. Um, and I, I think it's – I think we kind of got stuck expecting more out of him. Um, Austin Hooper's had a phenomenal year, been the number one tight end so far. Um, and, I get, again, when you draft, I think part of, the, part of the hesitation with Travis Kelsey is because a lot of people drafted him so high, some people in the second round – I know of a couple people that drafted him in the first round of their fantasy drafts, which I thought was a little insane. I believe I got him in a couple drafts, ten team drafts, that I believe I got him in the third round. Um, you just you you hope for more work, for more um for a little more production than what what we've gotten so far, and so uh, I think that he is a. Uh, he is uh, in pretty decent shape in terms of well here's here's the thing. In terms of average points scored, he is fourth at 11.5 points per game. Still above George Kittle at 11.4 so. So yeah, so Travis Kelsey I think will will become again more that almost wide receiver two uh, type um, of player in terms of scoring. now that Patrick Mahomes is back, I think that the, the, they'll be able to get that going a little bit better. so all right, moving on, story number two. Another highly drafted player this year. Um, James Conner was limited in practice today. There's a possibility that he plays in week 10. Now, for those of you who who um, may have Jalen Samuels, I would not get rid of him yet. I still think that Jalen Samuels is going to start this week. I think that they're kind of limiting James Conner. I think it would be... For lack of a better term, irresponsible um, of them to start James Connor this week. I think that uh, uh, Jalen Samuels is the is the better option, and that if they want to continue to play, if they want to hold on to James Connor and keep him healthy, they need to sit him out this week, dealing with a with an AC joint uh, you know issue in his shoulder. One strong hit and he's done for the season. Um, I think they'd be better off, you know, kind of holding them out for this week, letting Jalen Samuels take the load. Um, I mean, and Jalen Samuels played pretty well this past week, so I think that Samuels will be fine if he's the one who plays. I think that James Conner should sit. So for those of you who have James Conner, I would be careful with him in terms of, um, in terms of what uh, what to expect for this game if he does start. If he does, if he does start, those who have Jalen Samuels, you can't start Samuels. I mean, it's possible he still gets a bunch of work, but against the Rams, we just don't know. So um, this is just kind of a sticky situation. Keep watching the injury reports to kind of see where it goes from here. So, moving on, David Johnson says that he is ready to play Week Ten. His quote is quoted saying, "I am one hundred percent." Um, that is very good to hear that he is uh, ready to go for this week. Uh, for those who have David Johnson, have been uh, uh, missing him for the last couple weeks. I know that um, it's been a little bit trying, I guess you could say, with some of his injuries, and and especially even without the injuries, how well Chase Edmonds has been playing. Um, and then last week, without Chase Edmonds and without David Johnson, Kenyon Drake comes in and absolutely tears it up. So um, Drake could eat into david johnson's production a little bit this week we'll kind of see where that goes again they're playing against uh, the buccaneers in tampa bay and tampa bay has been very tough against um against running backs this year in fantasy production so uh not the best matchup but again because of his ability to catch the ball the backfield i think he should still be okay so real quick we want to go over a couple more stories in the nfl um According to uh, the Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford is dealing with another back injury, but he says he's fine. Des Bryant plans to contact NFL teams about a return in about two weeks. I don't think he gets a job. I think that he is done. Um, You know, what was it, his first or second practice with the Saints last year when he tried to make the comeback? Tears his, eight, tears his, uh, his Achilles, done for the season. So I, I think that he is done. I think that he is, I don't think he'll get a job offer, so... Um, the Giants are considering placing Sterling Shepard on IR with all of his concussion issues. That would probably be a good idea. Um, what, what is concerning is that he is still dealing with concussion symptoms. If he is forced to sit, um, or if they do put him on IR, um, I hope that he is able to come back 100% healthy um, next week or next season. If he gets another concussion whether it be this year or next year, his career needs to be looking at being done, which is a shame for a guy his age. Um, but that's just that's just kind of the kind of the expectation in terms of with concussions you have to be careful with 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 dealing with head injuries. So, um, couple more things. Uh, The expectation is for Amari Cooper to suit up this next week. Um, I believe going up against the Vikings in primetime Sunday night, I believe is the game. Uh, Dwayne Haskins earns another start positive step. He will be starting uh, after the uh, Redskins come off a bye. OJ Howard and Cameron Bray were both full participants Wednesday in practice. Uh, Rams wide receiver Brandon Cooks is out for this week, uh, still dealing with his concussion symptoms. Again, we've been talking about Josh Reynolds. I think that he is a solid fill-in for um, for Brandon Cooks. Did a, a solid job filling in for uh, Cooper Cup last year when Cup tore his ACL. So I think that Josh Reynolds is a, is a fine fill-in and should be um, should provide possible flex value in uh, in twelve-team leagues. Uh, going basically for as long as Brandon Cooks is out. Um, wha- anything else? One more, th- couple more things. Um, w- w- to start off, T.Y. Hilton will not play this week. So again, Zach Pascal is going to be the main wide receiver going up against a very inept Miami Dolphins defensive secondary. Um, so he should be a good streaming. I think he'll be a solid uh, DFS value for this week. Just putting that out there. So and then the other thing, um, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor said that he anticipates A.J. Green making a season debut Sunday versus Baltimore. And then about two hours later, another thing came out, said after all the rah-rah goodness about A.J. Green and Taylor saying he's going to play Sunday, and that they have a plan for him. Green did not practice today, being Wednesday. Um, the plan was him for him to be a full go. Don't know what to say. Don't know what's going on. So, again, keep watching. A.J. Green may make his debut this, this season, or may make his debut um, this week in Week 10. May not. We just don't know. So uh, that is it for the news and notes. Um, Oh, one little thing, just not that it's all that fantasy relevant for the most part. Um, The uh, the Eagles' wide receiver Deshaun Jackson injured reserve, so Philly is re-signing Jordan Matthews. Great. Um, So yeah, there's that. Oh, and we did get another little update on on Le'Veon Bell with he had the MRI. MRI came back clean, but he is still dealing with knee soreness. Did not practice today, so it could be Bilal Powell and or Ty Montgomery this weekend against the Giants. All right, that is it. Um, We already talked about Evan Ingram in the last show not playing this week. So Um, That is it for the news and notes now. Uh, We'll go ahead and get to a little commercial break, and we will go right into this week's uh, game previews. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back. Let's go ahead and get into these Week 10 game previews let us get it started off with the thursday night football game the chargers visiting the raiders starting off with the chargers philip rivers i believe is uh, going to get back into a fantasy relevant position uh, for those of you in single quarterback leagues Uh, the uh, the raiders have been giving up a lot of points to the uh, two quarterbacks second most points on the season uh, fantasy points on the season two quarterbacks and over the last few weeks have given up six point five points more to quarterbacks than a quarterback's projection. So that uh, fares well for Rivers, especially with how they've kind of gotten their offense a little better um, going while they still stall in the red zone. Um, the the offense for the Chargers has gone pretty well since they fired their offensive coordinator, Gordon and Eckler. I still, I think they'll be right about their average, right about their projections, maybe a little bit less. Um, the the Raiders have been pretty good against uh, the running game so far this season. Um, Keenan Allen should be in for a positive game. He has struggled to get into the end zone to really have anything good happening since week three. Hopefully he will come off that this week again against a Raiders defense that has struggled against the passing game. Uh, Williams should be a solid flex play and Hunter Henry will be a uh, top five tight end option in my opinion for this week. Moving on to the Raiders. Derek Carr has been very, very good this season. Uh, you know, top six, I believe, in terms of passer rating. That being said, the Chargers have been very tough against quarterbacks. Just look at what they did, were able to do last week against uh the the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So I think that Derek Carr is going to have a little bit of a tough time. I think that he will finish mid quarterback too. Josh Jacobs should be in for a big game. Uh, the, the Chargers have struggled against the run game, so Jacobs should be in for a big game. Uh, High-end running back two, possible low-end running back one numbers. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, I think, again, this is going to be tough sledding for them. Uh, if it's tough sledding for Carr, the uh, the Chargers' defense um, defensive line has gotten to quarterbacks very well. Could make it hard for Carr to get the ball out to Williams and Renfro. So uh, I, w- I would drop them down a little bit in my rankings. And Darren Waller still is a top 10 tight end at this point, no matter what. Uh, moving on, the Lions visiting the Bears. Uh, I think Stafford struggles a little bit in this game. The Lions have been very good, especially at home, give, uh, in terms of um, keeping uh, quarterbacks and basically the passing game in general under wraps. The problem is they have struggled against the run game. Could be a good game for Ty Johnson and J.D. McKissick. Galladay and Jones... I still have Galladay as a uh, top 15 wide receiver for this week. Jones, I think, takes a little bit of a hit simply because Jones is more of the just deep ball specialist and Galladay runs a little bit more uh, of a route tree uh, and uh, tends to run a few more short routes and and be a safety blanket for Stafford. Hawkinson, he's still just a tight end, too. Moving on to the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky um, could, could have a little bit better of a game again they're dealing with. Uh, they're probably going to be dealing with wind um, in Chicago. It's going to be cold. I think that Trubisky is still a tight or still a quarterback too. I don't really want to go anywhere near him for the most part in fantasy. So I think that I will just. Uh, I think I will avoid him. That being said, the Lions give out the most fantasy points um, on the season to running backs. Uh, they average giving up about five points more than projection to running backs lately over the last five weeks. So David Montgomery should be in for a huge game as long as their head coach, Matt Nagy, just gives David Montgomery the ball. Um, I think this is a, this will be a solid overall game for the Bears offense. Trubisky gets a little bit of a bump. Montgomery should be in for a big game. A-Rob uh, Allen Robinson could have a decent game as well. I still have him as mid to low wide receiver, too uh trey burton i don't have anything honestly for the for the chicago tight ends i don't think that you know they've been utilized enough uh and until that actually happens i'm avoiding moving on the ravens versus the bengals this should be an absolute blowout lamar jackson may very well be my quarterback one for this week uh ingram i think should put up very good numbers the bengals give up the second most amount of fantasy points to the running back position, um, and give up about three points more per uh, per game um, to over-projection uh, to running backs, so Ingram should be in for a solid game as well. Uh, the pass game should be high-flying. Uh, the thing is, the Bengals do actually do a good job of stopping up the, the tight ends, so Andrews may still continue to struggle. He has had it a, a little bit rough lately, looking at uh, just so far on the season. Mark Andrews is na- ninth. Looks like ninth in terms of um, fantasy points per game at 10. Um, still pretty solid pr- uh, production. Um, just, it's, you know, it's really dropped off over the last few weeks. So uh, he is a guy that I would still uh, have a little bit of trouble trusting this week. But you're going to start him because because of uh, the possibility that he gets more involved again. Um,. The the wide receivers for the Ravens they're still all wide receiver threes with upside is is the best that I can I can call them, uh the for the Bengals Ryan Finley gets his first start of his career, um the, the Ravens are tough against quarterbacks um, and lately have been uh you know really making quarterbacks suffer so Finley we will see what he can do I'm not trusting him if I don't have to um, I have him in a 16-team Superflex is my number two quarterback this week because I have no other options, um, so that's kind of where I'm at with him. The running game's going to struggle. I don't like mixing this week. Um, and the, the passing game, again, because of Finley, his first start, I don't know who to trust in this game, so I'm kind of avoiding all Bengals in terms of fantasy if I can. Moving on, the Bills versus the Browns. The Bills should be in for a a solid game this week. It could it could be a little bit of a close game. Um, that being said, I think that Allen is solid. Uh, you know, the 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 Browns have struggled stopping pretty much anyone so far this year. So Allen, with his running ability and passing ability, should be a, a solid start. High-end quarterback two, low-end quarterback one. I think that Devin Singletary is in for a big game this week against the Browns defense that cannot stop running backs, giving up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to running backs. Um, Brown and Beasley. Brown is a solid low-end wide receiver two. I think Beasley could be a, a sneaky play uh, for um, for your DFS lineups. Again, more of a um, a cash game type of play than a tournament-style play. I'm not seeing him, you know, you know, suddenly breaking out for two or three touchdowns. I think he may get one. He does average seven targets a game. Um, moving on to the Browns, this is going to be a tough sledding for them. The Bills' defense is number is in the top three, four, top four in terms of giving up fantasy points uh, to the quarterback, to the wide receivers, and to tight ends. So therefore, the only thing that they struggle with is running backs, which means. Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb should be in for big games. I think that Kareem Hunt may get a little work. I do not trust him to be any more than a running back three or flex play. I can't because, again, Chubb is the guy in that offense. He's the only really positive thing that has happened. So it may be that it's just the Chubb and Hunt show. Could be Could be. that's it because uh, the passing game certainly has not done anything so far this season for the Browns. Um obj and landry wide receiver threes that's the best i can do for him uh moving on the falcons and the saints this is going this could be a high-flying game it also could mean that this it could also be that the saints absolutely blow out the falcons out of the water this is in new orleans um matt ryan i have as a high-end quarterback too um maybe uh Uh, Freeman and Smith, they, this is not a game to deal with Freeman in the run game. The Saints give up the second least amount of fantasy points to the running back position. And over their last four to five games, um, running backs have been averaging 10 points under their projection. As far as the wide receivers go, they've given up the ninth, the, fan, the Saints given up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to the wide receivers. However, lately, again, giving up four points less than projection to wide receivers. I think this is more of a Ridley game than it is a Julio game. Uh Julio's going to be going up against Marshawn Lattimore, who completely shut down Mike Evans earlier in the year. Darren Hooper, I still think is a tight end one. He'll be a top five tight end option for this week. Uh, the Saints, Breeze, he's the other guy that I have with Lamar Jackson as a possible number one uh, quarterback for this week. Kamara, I think, finally gets, now that he is healthy and has had the bye week, I think he gets back into the the uh the flow of things. He'll be a top 10 running back option this week. I think that Murray may still have flex value simply because it'll be Kamara's first week back and because Murray played so well in the two weeks that Kamara was out. That being said, Kamara is still the guy to own. Uh, I think that uh, Michael Thomas is going to be a top five play uh, in terms of wide receiver. Ted Ginn I think could be a sneaky, he's one of those DFS tournament guys that I could see having a really good game. Uh, The Falcons give up the third most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers, uh, averaging uh, over the last four or five weeks, giving up four points more than uh, players' projections to wide receivers. Uh, And Jared Cook, again, this offense just doesn't utilize a tight end hardly at all. Moving on, the Giants versus the Jets. Um, This could be a semi-close game. I think my projection right now has the Jets winning 24-21. Jones, again, both these guys are going to be... uh, quarterback twos mid to low quarterback twos in this game Saquon I think is still a top 10 quarter uh, top 10 running back just because of his ability to not only run the ball but also catch it out of the backfield Tate is going to be the top wide receiver that I like in this um in this game again Jones does a good job for the most part throwing it uh to Tate in the slot um with Ingram out, Ellison is going to be the starting tight end. I think he is he is streaming streamer possibility. He has um, a little bit of a, a of appeal there, not much, simply because the Jets do very well stopping tight ends in fantasy. So I would say that Ellison is is one of those guys. If you're desperate and need a tight end, he's a guy that you could go with. As far as the Jets go, um, still waiting to hear what's going on with with Le'Veon Bell. Montgomery seems to have been passed by Bilal Powell as the number two running back. Uh, Montgomery has not had a um, touch in the last two weeks, while uh, Powell hasn't really done much. He's only had, I want to say, four carries. uh, Two carries last week, and he's had no more than four carries in a game yet this season. So um, if Levyon sits. Um, I think it could be a pretty even time split between Montgomery and Powell, but Powell is probably the more likely to get the work. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, the Giants give up a ton of points to wide receivers. I think that Crowder is the better option. Um, Anderson is the, put it this way, Anderson is the tournament play option that could finish with 150 yards and two touchdowns. Crowder is the cash game option that will probably finish with Ten targets, eight catches, four seventy 70 yards, and maybe a score. So that's kind of how I view that. Um, and again, I'm just not seeing anything out of Herndon yet this year, so uh, he is off my fantasy radar. Moving on, the Cardinals versus the Buccaneers. The two Bruce Arians teams. Yes, I'm not including the Colts because he only coached them because of their uh, coach going uh, on uh, having cancer leave. So uh, The Cardinals and the Buccaneers. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I conservatively put this one at 31-28 Buccaneers, but I think that everyone goes off except for the running backs. Um, the I think that Johnson could be solid, but the Buccaneers average over the last five weeks um, having running backs score almost 10 points less than their projection. Um, however, they give up the fourth most amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks, the most points to... Uh, wide receivers. Second most to tight ends. Now, the Cardinals don't really have tight ends that they use. Really, their tight end is Larry Fitzgerald, for the most part. So, I think that Christian Kirk has a solid game. Um, Keyshawn Johnson could be in for a good game. So, this I think that looking at what um, Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf did to this Buccaneers defense last week, I can see Murray having a very good game, throwing the ball around the yard. So, he, I think that Murray is probably going to be a little bit he may be a little bit less expensive in the DFS. Um, in the DFS, I think that either one of these quarterbacks, Kyler Murray or Jameis Winston, will be very good options for DFS for this uh, for this week, um, and could provide a lot of value. They also could be very highly owned uh, because of that. Uh, moving on to the uh, the Buccaneers, Winston I have as a top ten quarterback this year, or this week, just like Murray. Um, Ronald Jones, he's going to be the starter, but. I think that he could do okay. Uh, again, I think they'll focus mainly on the uh, on the pass game. Evans and Godwin are both should be in for huge games. And we still have yet to see the tight ends get used even when they're healthy. So Howard could be okay. I'm not necessarily going to trust it, even though they're going up a, against a Cardinals defense that gives up the most amount of points to quarterbacks and to tight ends. So um, that being said, really, I think it's going to be a whole lot of pass and catch from the quarterbacks to wide receivers in this game. Moving on, the Chiefs versus the Titans. Mahomes is back. Um, this is not the easiest matchup. It is in Tennessee. Tennessee has been pretty tough, honestly, against um, against the uh, against pretty much everyone. They're they're tough against quarterbacks. They're pretty tough against wide receivers as well. Middle of the road against running backs, but the running backs for the most part haven't been all that great. I know Damian Williams had a decent game last week, but most of that was on a 50-yard run. And the rest, I want to say he had 13 other carries for, like, 30 yards. So, uh, Williams and McCoy uh, I don't really like in terms of fantasy this week. Hill, I still think, is a solid play. Kelsey, you're going to start no matter what. Um, Watkins, Hardman, DeAndre, uh, or sorry, not DeAndre, uh, DeMarcus, Robinson, those guys are all wide receiver threes with upside. That's the best I can put it there. So, uh, as far as the Titans go, Ryan Tannehill has played very, very well over the last three weeks. Again, 20 points, 19 points, and 25 points. I think if the Chiefs get up, Tannehill could be passing a lot and could provide um, a decent, um, a decent value uh, for DFS. Um, uh, you know, a streaming option for those of you who are desperate because of uh, the six teams on bye week. Uh, this week, so definitely, a, definitely a guy that could be um, could be a possible option for you. Derrick Henry, I think, eats in this game. The Chiefs have been terrible against uh, against running backs, giving up the third most amount of fantasy points to running backs. Derrick Henry, or sorry, they have also over the last four to five uh, contests um, given up an average of five extra points, uh, so five points above projection to running backs. So Henry should be in for a big game this week. I really like him for DFS. Uh, the the wide receivers Chiefs have been tough against wide receivers. Um, Brown, Davis, and Humphries. Uh, the Chiefs, on average, over the last four to five contests, given up almost ten points less than projection um, to wide receivers. That being said, I still kind of like Brown in this game. Um, and that uh, you know Humphreys is a solid okay pick because of the fact that Tanhill likes. Um, targeting the uh, the the slot receivers. Johnny Smith at tight end, middle of the road chiefs against the against the tight end. so John Smith could be an okay streamer for this week. <sighs> All right, I had to get some coffee. Um, five more games, Dolphins versus the Colts. This one should be a bloodbath. Um, the Colts have been very solid against uh, quarterbacks. Wide receivers, running backs, their top five or top ten in terms of um, uh, giving up points to the or preventing points from the uh, running back position. And now the Dolphins don't even have their number one or what used to be their number two running back in either uh, Kenyon Drake or Mark Walton. They're down to Kalen Ballage, Laird and Gaskin. I think that I hope that Gaskin gets some work being a Washington resident. Um, seeing uh, Gaskin play at the University of Washington, I think that he could be he could provide some value. That being said, the Colts uh, have given up seven points less than production over the last four or five uh, four or five contests on average. So it's not going to look good for the Dolphins' uh, run game, meaning they are going to have to pass the ball. And now, you know, with Preston Williams out, it's just Devonte Parker and Allen Hearns for the most part as their wide receivers. Uh, they did just pick up Greg Jennings off of waivers, but I'm not expecting him to play this week. And then Mike Gusecki, um could get some work as a, as a tight end. Uh, Colts giving up the 10th most amount of fantasy points to tight ends. So um, Fitzpatrick, I don't want anything to do with him in terms of fantasy for this week. So really, I don't want anything to do with any of the Dolphins. Let's just putting it on us. Uh, as far as the Colts go, uh, Briss- whether it's Brissett or Horner, I think Brissett is actually going to play this week. Um, the Dolphins give up the 5th most amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, quarterbacks have been scoring 5 points over projection the last few weeks. Mac should be in for a huge game. Um, Pascal and Kane, I think, could be solid this week. Pascal, again, he is another tournament-style um, DFS option, I think, for this week. Because of the fact um, that the Dolphins give up uh, the 7th most amount of fantasy points to wide receivers and over the last few weeks have given up 8 points over projection Almost nine points over projection, two wide receivers. So, uh, as far as the tight ends go, uh, it's hard to tell who is going to be getting the production, who isn't. So, I'm kind of avoiding that situation altogether. Moving on, the Panthers at the Packers. I think that the Packers win this game. Um, Starting with the Panthers, Kyle Allen, I don't want him in terms of fantasy this week. CMC, you are going to start him, no matter what, because he is Christian McCaffrey, and he is... Uh, in half-point, PPR is the number two fantasy um, scorer so far this season. I think he's right before, right behind Lamar Miller. I think Lamar Miller's the one, or Lamar Jackson, sorry. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Miller's on IR. Uh, Lamar Jackson in terms of points, um, although I know that uh, um, Russell Wilson's right up there as well. Uh, the Packers give up the sixth most amount of fantasy points to running backs, so uh, McCaffrey should just run all over them. Uh, again, the Packers do well against the passing game. I don't like D.J. Moore. I don't like Curtis Samuel for this game. Greg Olson could be okay. Uh, the The Packers have struggled a little bit against tight ends. So Kyle Allen to Olson could be solid. Uh, really, I think it's going to be a lot of short passes to Christian McCaffrey and Olson. We'll see what they can do with those. Um, the Packers... Uh, Rodgers, again, the, the Panthers have been middle of the road against uh, quarterbacks. I think that Rodgers is a high-end quarterback, two, maybe low-end quarterback, one. This should be the Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams show. The Panthers have struggled against running backs, giving up an average of 10 points over projection to uh, running backs over the last four to five weeks. Um, so really, this should be, again, this should be an absolute running back show in this game. Uh, As far as the wide receivers go, Adams, I think, could be okay uh, now that he is back and should be fully healthy. Um, I don't really trust Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Allison all that much. Uh, The Panthers have been giving up four points over projection to wide receivers, so Adams should be in for a solid game. Uh, Jimmy Graham, um, again, I think that he is okay. He's a top-ten tight end option, so if you've got him, you're going to start him. Uh, unless you've got a guy that you know is is going to be better so uh moving on the rams versus the steelers uh starting off jared goff coming off of bye week i think could be okay the steelers have been pretty tough against uh wider or against quarterbacks uh i think that uh, with the week off hopefully goff should be in good shape and uh, able to hit his uh, his wide receivers and tight ends pretty well I think that he is still high-end quarterback two for this week, maybe low-end quarterback one. I think that Gurley struggles. The uh, the Steelers have been one of the top teams against the run game so far this year, top seven in terms of giving up points, fantasy points to um, the running back position. And over the last six weeks, five or four to five weeks, um, running backs are averaging six points under projection. So, um, so I think that this could be a tough, tough sledding for Gurley. Uh, really, I think that this is going to be a big game for Cooper Cup. Again, the, the Steelers have given up four points over projection to wide receivers the last few weeks. So Cup and Woods, I think, could be in for games. And again, I think that Josh Reynolds is a solid uh, flex play in uh, in 12 team leagues and higher. So uh, Gerald Everett really has only had a couple weeks where he's really been all that great. Uh, so for me, I think that he is you know, he's a streaming option, but that's it. As far as the Steelers go, uh, Rudolph could struggle against this Rams defense. Rams have been uh, very good against uh, not only the quarterbacks, but also the uh, wide receivers. This could be tough sledding for Juju and Deontay Thompson. Uh, so really, I think that it's it's going to be tough for them. I think that the player to really look at for this game is going to be Jalen Samuels. He is the the main fantasy option I would look at for this game. And really, that all depends on whether or not Connor is healthy. I don't think I don't think Connor should play. He might. If he doesn't play, I think that Jalen Samuels is in for a solid game. Could provide uh, running back two type numbers in this game against the Rams. Even though the Rams are kind of middle of the road against the running back, Vance McDonald, um, low end tight end one. He's kind of always on that high end streaming option in terms of a running or in terms of tight ends. Uh, for this season moving on the Sunday night football game the Vikings at the Cowboys both defenses play very good I think this could be a defensive struggle or a de- or really a defensive dominated game so I am calling this one the Cowboys will win this one 14 to 10 Kirk Cousins struggles in primetime period he struggles against winning teams period that's just what Kirk Cousins does so I think that um, this is going to mainly be a Dalvin Cook type game that being said, Dalvin Cook could struggle. The uh, the um, uh, Cowboys give up the 11th least amount of fantasy points to the running back position. So Cook may get into the end zone. He, I think he probably is the one who scores the lone touchdown. But he may only finish with like 60 rushing yards. Um, Diggs and and uh, Johnson, I think, are going to struggle a little bit, especially if Adam Thielen's not there. Cousins, I have him as a quarterback, too, even though he has been the, uh, the highest QB passer rating uh, since week five. I think he struggles in this game. Uh, Smith, I think I think Herb Smith is the better option in terms of tight ends in this game over Rudolph and even over Witten and Jarwin. I would rather have Irv Smith. I still think he's only a tight, uh, maybe a high end tight end too, um, and that Cousins could be uh, could be using him as an outlet uh, to get uh, away from the pass rush from the Cowboys. As far as the Cowboys go, Prescott, um, I think that he is a he still. Low-end quarterback one. Uh, this is going to be a tough game. The Vikings have played very well uh, against quarterbacks and against running backs. Zeke, I think, is still going to get his numbers. He is a, a no less than a top-ten option. You're going to start Zeke. Uh, Cooper, I think, as long as he plays, should be a solid option. Could be one of the guys that gets into the end zone this week for the Cowboys. I have him still as a top-ten wide receiver. Gallup is more in that 20-25 uh, to 25 range. Witten and Jarwin. Streaming options, that's all they are. Um, you know, I know Jarwin's got that 40-yard touchdown this last week or whatever. Uh, really, I think the Witten may produce low-end tight end one numbers, maybe. Um, really, it's a streaming option, that's it. Uh, tonight, we are going to cover the Monday Night Football game. Uh, Seahawks at the 49ers. I think this is a close one. Unfortunately, for my team, I think that the Seahawks may come. Up. I hope they win. I'm just trying not to be a homer. So, that being said, I think the 49ers may win this game. Um, their defense has been absolutely spectacular. Uh, the Seahawks have struggled against, really in general, against high-powered offenses. They play well against running backs. It's the passing game that they struggle against. Sanders could be uh, could have a solid game this game. Uh, Garoppolo could put up very good numbers. He played very well against the, uh, against the Cardinals last week in Arizona. George Kittle... Um, I think I may have him as my number one or number two tight end this week. As far as the Seahawks go, Wilson, you're going to start. You're not going to sit him, even against the 49ers. I still think that he could put up low-end quarterback one numbers against a 49ers defense that has played very, very tough. They haven't really played all that great of teams, but neither of the Seahawks, for the most part. So just putting that out there. They basically played the exact same teams except for one, I think, is the only difference. Um, So Uh, I think Wilson, again, he's still going to be a top 10 quarterback option. Carson could struggle a little bit, but I still think he's top 15 in terms of running backs. Lockett is the only one that I really think is going to get at least his production. Um, He may finish just under his projection, but he is still going to be a solid player. Uh, Metcalf and Gordon, uh, they are going to be Hail Mary wide receiver threes. Uh, Gordon... I have him more in the wide receiver four range uh, for me. Again, this 49ers defense has is number one against quarterbacks, number one against tight ends, number three against running backs, and number or sorry, number four against running backs, number five against wide receivers. They've been absolutely dominant this year. That being said, the um, the Seahawks offense has been absolutely explosive. So I think this is a close game. Comes down to it. Unfortunately, I do think that the 49ers may come out on top on this one. So uh, that is it. We've got it all, so uh, thank you for listening. Again, this is the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. I know I keep saying that I'm going to try to do a DFS uh, podcast for you guys. Um, just with my time and and you know being a, a stay-at-home dad, having the family, it's, it's tough to get to that. I will see what I can do, maybe try to put out a, a small DFS report or something. Um, I will do what I can to get that out. I tried to incorporate some of the DFS stuff into the game previews, so... Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, my name is Ryan Skullard. You are listening to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Good luck this week, and we will talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.